Hi, ladies. Today, my guest is my wonderful friend, Sarah Fashing. She is an entrepreneur and wellness whisperer with three businesses that she is currently running. She has incredible story and she's so very thoughtful and I appreciate so much her insight into what it means to be a woman entrepreneur in a very male-dominated industry. She and her husband, Andy, own a home inspection business here in the Phoenix area. And I couldn't be more excited for you to learn more about her, her story, why she's such a badass, and what their business is doing to be an incredible member of the community. Enjoy. It's so awesome. Welcome to Ladies Kicking Ass. I'm your host, Tanya Wilson, and I'm crazy passionate about encouraging women to tell their hard-earned stories, provide coaching and creative ideas to help you build the service business of your dreams. What's different about this podcast? Well, we are real, and that means most of us are trying to juggle all the things. Being an entrepreneur, mama, wife, sister, friend, doggy mama, and all those other titles that we love. This life is a dance, and we celebrate every twist, step, and dip along the way. This show chats about our wins, our losses, business, relationships, family, and how to get the hell out of our own way and believe in ourselves and our big ideas. The Ladies Kickin' Ass community is full of strong, generous women who support, mentor, and cheer for each other. So, come on, let's get inspired and learn something new today. Welcome to the Ladies Kickin' Ass podcast. Okay, so today's guest has so many different facets to her life and experiences that I can't wait to share with you. Sarah is a true entrepreneur and hardworking mama with two grown kids, boys, girls. I have a son who's 25 and a daughter who's 20, and she's currently modeling out in New York and over in Europe, so exciting. She's pretty like her mama. Uh, She has spent over 20 years working in the construction and home, custom home space. Fantastic. With real life work in HR marketing, bookkeeping, and administrative roles. And if you own your own business, you know how to do all of those things because you are all of them. Mm -hmm. Um, Today, Sarah has a health and wellness company where she helps people live their healthiest lives and is co-owner with her husband, Andy, in a home inspection company based out of Apache Junction, Arizona. So I can't wait to hear more about why you chose a life in the trades, because as women, that's not really a traditional role to be in. Um, I know there's a lot of women in the support sector of that thing, but to be a co-owner in it puts a whole nother dimension to things. And I'm sure as you guys grow bigger and you start having employees and all of that good stuff, it can be an interesting uh, place to find yourself at every day. So I'm excited to hear about your growth opportunities with that. Um, the first time Sarah and I actually chatted, I just, it felt like we were sitting down as old friends and having conversations. I think we have a lot in common as far as our background with things. We both grew up in very small towns and kind of come from humble beginnings. So why don't you tell our audience a couple of things about you, like the way you grew up and what instilled this outstanding work ethic in your life? 
Absolutely. So I actually grew up on a dairy farm in Wisconsin, and I really contribute my hard work ethic to that upbringing mm -hmm. for sure, because not only did I have have to get up and milk the cows before going to school, but we're only allowed to do so many extracurricular activities because, you know, the farm came first and the family came first and had to get home and, and milk those cows because they are definitely not waiting nope. for you. So no, they don't. They <laughs> want to eat, they want, and they need to be milked. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And then my mom had a severe heart issue. Um, pretty much throughout my whole entire teenagerhood. So I was kind of the one who took over as the mom. I was the oldest of three. I have two younger siblings, um, a brother and a sister, and I was the mom. And that, I think, really put forth that strong work ethic mm -hmm. and, you know, just wanting to help others. And um, I got into pageants at the age of 13. Uh, they were scholarship-based pageants. I wanted to help out my my family or my parents mm -hmm. with um, helping with college yeah. and tuition. And I loved to sing. And so, you know, any competition that had a talent, I was all there. And I went to Minnesota for college for vocal music performance, I had a severe anaphylactic attack from, I have no idea what, <laughs> but um, it totally changed the ter the direct, oh, <laughs> the, the directory. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my tongue was getting all twisted there. That's okay. Um, um, of life. Yeah. And I didn't finish my first year of college. I was going for vocal music performance, but met my ex and started a family and it was just weird how I got into construction. I started working for um, a company called Bartley Sales. They were a toilet accessories um, company. And then I just really needed to provide for my family because yeah. I started having kids and, and I found a commercial general contractor that hired me and just slowly moved up the ranks nice. and, you know, just always was wanting to, learn more, mm -hmm. you know, and take on anything and everything I possibly could. And without having a college degree, uh, I was still really, really super successful, yeah. you know, just always having my eyes and ears open to everything and just really, truly contribute that though, to my upbringing on the farm and just that really hard work, mm -hmm. family oriented, um, effort. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. <laughs> awesome. That is excellent. And pageants wasn't just a small part of that. You won a, a quite a prestigious title with pageants, didn't you? Thank you. Yes, I did. I won Mrs. Minnesota United States in 2007. And that led me Dang. on another little career path. Yeah. I started coaching and I had a small coaching business for about 10 years where I coached young ladies from the age of six all the way up to 56 and helped wow. them really, truly become more confident, gain those lifelong skills of interviewing and stage presence and confidence mm -hmm. that they could just use in any any facet of life, yeah, you know, anything. whether it be for their job, um, you know, public speaking, getting up in front of their community or their church or, um, and, and, you know, it was just so inspiring to see them reach those goals mm -hmm. that they, you know, chose to attain for themselves. And then also um, 
the physical fitness aspect of it sure. and see so many of them that I was able to help lose the weight, mm-hmm. get in better shape, take more command of their health. Mm-hmm. And that was just really, truly rewarding. That's amazing. That is amazing. So many people too. I, I find that fascinating from like six to 56. What did you see that was kind of, I think it's very interesting that that's a huge age gap. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 50 years age gap. Did you see that there was a unique pattern with those women that you worked with that it was like one of the number one things people struggled with when you're trying to, like you're teaching them to have confidence or you're trying to give them confidence to be in front of people and to speak their voice and, and stand up for something? Is there something that was a common thing that people really struggled with? Well, the interviewing aspect of it was truly difficult for every age group. It was, how are you going to spark that interest in the judge to make them look at you and want to basically fall in love with you? You know, so the key thing that I always taught them was you need to paint a picture. You need to tell a story and you need to use descriptive words, you know, to put that image in their mind, that's going to make them remember you for what you told them. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, there's the saying where the majority of what you say in an interview, the specifics, you know, the words aren't always going to be remembered, but it's going to be how you make them feel or how you make them think. Yeah. And when you can pull out something that's just truly unique and special about you in your interview Mm -hmm. and, and really truly paint that, that picture in their mind, that's what's going to stick with them. Sure. And that's, what's going to stand out over all those other girls that are up there on that stage. And so that's what we really tried to, you know, pull out and, and get them to think about that in their interviews. So That's that's cool huge for job interviews. That's huge for sales. That's huge for leading a team of people. You know, it, it truly is. And I don't know whose quote that was, but it was like, you know, it's not truly like what you say it's that people remember. It's how you made them feel. Yes. yes. Which is a huge thing because when I interview people that come in here, I'm like, mm, didn't get good vibes off them. You know, they could have like all of the candy coated answers and they've practiced really good at being good interview, but I just didn't feel a vibe with you. Like I'm a big energy person. Like I just don't like their energy or I love their energy. I want to get to know this person more. Exactly. I think that is such a huge thing and such a cool thing to be able to have, have coached and helped so many people be able to do that. Yeah, You have to be real. You have to be genuine. You can't try and mold yourself after somebody else. Yeah. You know, because that's not what's going to cut it. Sure. And, you know, truly, you know, we've all heard, you know, you've got competition and you've got this or that, Mm -hmm. but you really truly are competing with yourself day in and day out. And you should be so much more focused on yourself and making yourself better than comparing yourself to anybody else. And that goes along with everything in life. Yes, you know, absolutely. We talk about that a lot here because in the trades industry so much too, people say, well, the competition and they compare themselves to the competition in everything. Mm-hmm. And it, that's something we talk about all the time with my business is we don't compete. We don't have competitors out there. Our competition is what we did yesterday. 
Right. So how can we be better at what we did yesterday? Because as far as I'm concerned, there are other septic companies out there, but they're not touching what we're doing. And I know that for a fact. Right. So if we compare ourselves to them, just like it, I always equate this to like going to play a round of golf. Do you golf at all? Nope. <laughs> you go golfing or any sport really, but I, I look at it as golf because I know what this does to me. Like if I go golfing, like hitting with my kids or going golfing with my girlfriends, like we're just drinking wine and having social hour, you know, but if I go golfing with my husband and his buddies that are serious, like, damn, you're pretty good at golf, you know, <laughs> like you will play in whatever arena that you're surrounded with, with exactly. that stuff. So it's, it's very interesting, the, very the true. comparison of stuff like that. So, and I think that brings a real genuine aspect out in people too. Like mm -hmm. if you're genuinely being yourself with things, then you are so much more just vibe attraction for other people that are like you, you know? Mm -hmm we're pretty bold in the way that we talk and, and stuff like that. And that might not come, we're not going to gel with somebody that's very soft spoken that right. we, they'd be like, Oh, that, those guys are a train wreck. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I know that's too intimidating to me, you know, and it's, and same goes back with the other one too. Like it's very difficult for me to be around somebody that's very quiet because that makes me nervous because I feel like I have to minimize myself too. Right. So, right. So cool to be able to have helped all of those people. So for sure. Um, so tell me about what you do with your health and wellness business and what do you love about that? Absolutely. Well, so almost 14 years now, um, in March, it'll be 14 years. I was kind of at my wits end, uh, my family was struggling. My daughter had a lot of um, skin sensitivity issues. I was having skin sensitivity issues. I think, you know, earlier on in the podcast, I mentioned I had mm -hmm. a severe anaphylactic attack, mm -hmm. which I had no idea what had caused that, you know, went through all the skin testing and all this kind of stuff. And still to this day, I, I don't know, I must be a weird case. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I was just so frustrated Cheyenne, my daughter, she was having a lot of issues with eczema. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what can I do? I was sick and tired of going to the doctor, getting the expensive steroid creams. They'd work for a little bit and then yep. right back at it again. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think, you know, Facebook was kind of a new thing back then, but I put something out there and a girlfriend of mine from pageants reached out to me and she's like, I think I might have something that could help you help you and your family. Um, she shared it with me and, um, it was awesome because it was a wellness company that's been around for 30 some plus years. Um, they really truly value, you know, their mission statement, enhancing the lives of others. And they have cleaning products. They have personal care products, laundry care products. And it was like all non-toxic. So mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I am going to buy the big bundle and I'm going to wipe out all the toxins in my house. Right. Well, a couple days later, I lost my job oh, and, no. and it was right in like 08, 09 mm -hmm. when the housing market tanked. I was working for a big construction company and I had just brought on this new gal that I trained in. And of course I was the bigger moneymaker. So sure. I got the boot. Yeah. <laughs> I trained her in and then I get the boot. So I felt like a complete loser. Um, didn't know what to do. You know, I had just bought this big package, you know, mm -hmm. and cleaned out all the toxins in my house and they were working great, you know, but my girlfriend reached out to me and she's like, 
I'm here for you. You know, I can help you. And so in a matter of a couple of days, I got a couple of awesome paychecks um, that helped put food on the table, pay for my bills. And I was living in Minnesota. This is March, mind you, middle of winter. Uh I needed new tires on my car because they were going bald and I would have been in the ditch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not a good thing, you know, in the Minnesota winters. So it was even enough money to put the, the tires on my car. Um, you know, life happens. And a couple days later, I mean, literally in a couple of days, this all just like happened. Um, I got another job and life just took a different course and I continued to be a shopper. Mm-hmm. And once I moved down to Arizona, I'm, I have a fitness background too. My husband and I, we used to own a gym back in Minnesota mm-hmm. before we moved down to Arizona. And so passion, our passion for health and wellness and fitness has been long going. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what? This is a great opportunity to grow that business alongside our home inspection business because everything is dealing with home. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone is looking for safer, better, more affordable delivered to your door. Um, you know, they want to take care of their families. We all got slapped in the face with COVID, you know, a couple of years ago. And just like a lot of not good information, you right. know, good, yeah. true, good ways of taking care of yourself. Yeah. So it's just been a journey and a great journey because I feel like I've really found my passion being a full-time entrepreneur here in Arizona and just, you know, feeding all of my, my happy places with, um, health and wellness and with the home inspection business. And we're just excited about the future and what it holds. So. Excellent. Well, you can see the passion on your face for that. So thank you. It is very cool (laughs) to see that. So one of the biggest things that we talk about a lot on this podcast is just like productivity hacks and things like that. So as far as um, your business is run, now you've got like two things that you're working on, which I've had two businesses, three businesses at the same time. And you're like, holy shit, which one of these things do I focus on here in between having kids and all these other things going on? Like, what is one of your favorite productivity hacks when it comes to being an entrepreneur and getting all of all the stuff done? Oh, well, I love post-it notes. I mean, (laughs) post-it notes are everywhere and Mm -hmm. they're all over my desk. It looks like a bomb has exploded. Um, But I'm just an organized person. I'm Mm -hmm. very detailed. I love Excel spreadsheets. Mm -hmm. I know enough to be dangerous. I don't know all the formulas and all the crazy stuff, but um, they really help me keep organized Mm -hmm. with um, you know, the financials for all the businesses, the scheduling, I mean, you name it. And I really feel like what we have created for ourselves and the businesses that we have going on, they just intermingle so well Mm -hmm. and have so much flexibility that we are able to just constantly be pivoting. Mm -hmm. So, you know, home inspections, you kind of take them as they come. There isn't too much pre-scheduling or scheduling out that you can do with home inspections because you know when you're dealing with buyers and sellers they have a contract window they have to get things Mm -hmm. done within a certain time frame Um, you can maybe schedule out like your new builds a little bit more 
um, especially like the 11 month warranty inspections, just because, you know, if they contact you early enough, you, you have a little bit of flexibility. Um, but then with the health and wellness business too, it's, um, you know, I'm just helping people mm-hmm. set up their shopping accounts and shop. So it's pretty simple. And, you know, all these things you can do any day, any time. Uh, it doesn't matter. Sure. Um, and, and we like to keep those options open too. We do inspections any day of the week. Mm-hmm. I help people shop any day of the week. Sure. You know, and so to us, like having that flexibility and free time, it's, um, you know, kind of in a sense, I don't know what day of the week it is. Yeah. <laughs> Every day is like living retired or living free or, you know, getting to still do our fun stuff throughout the day. You know, like I can wake up and I can go for a hike if I don't have anything going on. Or my husband and I, we always like to get to the gym in the afternoon and mm-hmm. our, all of our businesses just really, truly allow for that flexibility because yeah. I think that that's what we've chosen and mm-hmm. that's what we kind of put out there in the universe and it just transpires. I love to hear you say that you make the time to do those things because I think for people that are entrepreneurs, I'm talking to myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> they feel like their to-do list is never ending and I don't have time to do this or I don't have time to do this or their calendar is 7,000 different colors and there's no white spot. Yes. Because they feel like their work is never done. It's never done. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. So how do you, how do you keep with what you're doing and not get into that? That truly is like an entrepreneurial trap. We go into business ourselves. I did the same thing. I needed to have the flexibility to always be there for my kids. As a single mom, I had to do what I had to do to be there for my kids. But then I failed, then I actually translate that into, okay, great. Now I'm working 80 hours a week on these businesses versus taking the time out and making that a priority to live that life you wanted to without over consuming your time with just work stuff. How do you keep those two things aligned? We don't say balanced on this podcast because that's like (laughs) the ultimate F word here. Oh no. (laughs) It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It's a juggle of stuff like that. But how do you, how do you prioritize your things like that with your business and your personal stuff? Well, I don't want to lay down the F-bomb here, but um, <laughs> uh, 2023, my yeah. word for the year was actually balance. Balance? So, ah! F-bomb, F-bomb you know word. That is fantastic. And I want you to tell me why, because I would love to not be so scared of that word. I feel like balance to me, when I say balance, I suck at it so bad that I feel like I'm failing all the time because to me, balance needs to be this perfectly aligned thing. So I'd love to hear what your take on balance is. So Andy and I have been together for almost seven years and we've been married for the past, well, before here. Um, When we met, I had come from a really long relationship, a long marriage, um, 18 years, almost 20 years together. And he had come from a marriage of a couple of years. And when we met, there was so many things that aligned and we set ourselves up before we moved down here to Arizona to live life simple. Mm -hmm. We wanted to like 
never go back to work for anyone ever again. We wanted to live simple, live within our means and have a really happy work life, play life balance. Yeah. So that was our focus. Mm -hmm. And granted, I mentioned before how we owned a gym in Minnesota. Andy, you know, when I met him, um, had this gym where he was the personal trainer and he was the gym owner of the small boutique gym for eight plus years. And we were going to open up a gym down here, but God works in mysterious ways. And with COVID, it absolutely wasn't going to happen. And it was so good because that did not fit our plan. Sure. You know, owning a gym, a 24 hour gym, you're living, eating, breathing there. Yeah. You know, and it was like, that was not a happy work life, play life balance. Sure. Absolutely not. And so, you know, we were building a new house and um, they wanted more money to do the build out to the gym. And so right then and there, it was like that God wink. We knew, okay, we have to stop this Mm -hmm. and we need to go down a different path. And that's when we came up with home inspections. And, you know, when you're starting up any business, it's a lot of work. Sure. Okay. Like I created all of our websites. I'm, I'm the IT, I'm the accounting, I'm the networking, social media Mm -hmm crazy lady. Yeah. (laughs) You're all those things. And I am like, go, 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 go. Sure. You know, I am like sitting at my office chair almost like 24 seven. Whereas my husband, he does his thing and then he is like chilling, you know, and he loves that. So he's the one who keeps me grounded. Yeah. He really truly does. And you know, it was him that kind of had to almost like smack me out of it and say, you know what, what was our purpose? What did we truly want down here? Mm -hmm. You know, and it all goes back and stems to that living within your means, figuring out what it is that you truly want in life and what really makes you happy and all the money in the world and all the materialistic things do not make you happy. No, you know, it's, it's family, it's God, it's country. It's, you know, making a difference in people's lives and in the community that surrounds you mm-hmm. and, and just being happy too, truly with yourself, yeah, you know, and your partner. Um, so I was spending a little bit too much time last year trying to reach certain goals and yeah. all that kind of stuff and not having faith and trust. Yeah. And so, you know, at the start of the year, it was like, yeah, I need to create more balance. Mm -hmm. And I have been able to truly calm those things down and just kind of figure it out and not be so, I think as, as entrepreneurs, we get so worked up and we're going a hundred miles an hour Yeah, and we're wanting to get so much done thinking that that's going to make us truly successful. Yeah. And when you just take one or two things and you make them great, Mm -hmm. it's all going to fall into place and it's all going to lead to, you know, more productivity and, and more, you know, success. So, um, I think not feeling like you have to have everything done today too. Right. You know, that is something that I know that I have very much struggled with. My husband does that too. Like, be like, how could you possibly be sitting here? There's so much stuff to get done. You know, <laughs> I know. Like, I, our, our, <laughs> they are so much alike. It's so crazy. <laughs> I envy your ability to take a 15 minute power nap. I don't know what that feels like. You know, he's right. Like, but you should try it, and then you would know. And I'm like, mm, yeah, I'll pass. No, 
I need to get more of that too. Yeah. So I, I like, I like where you're going with that balance thing. And that's, that gives me a challenge too, to not look at it at such a negative thing. Like really, like, are you balancing spending, you know, there, I, I truly feel like there are seasons of stuff too, where like yes. work's just super crazy. And so I'm not doing this so much or, like since Christmas happened, we've been so busy in January with everything that I'd still have Christmas decorations laying all over my house. <laughs> I'm like, nice. and I was like, I'm going to take Monday off and I'm going to put all this Christmas stuff away. Like it's driving me crazy. I just worked from home all day. Let, like, let's be real. But it's truly about making time for those priorities and realizing like, okay, everybody's sick of tripping over all this stuff. Like we got to put this stuff away right. or really delegating that to someone else to help you be able to do that because I think as yes. entrepreneurs too, when we have worn all the hats for so long, I know I struggle with that big time at home too, because I was a single mom for so long that mm -hmm. now I'm like, I feel like a, a naggy bitch or something if I'm like <laughs> asking my husband to do stuff all the time. But then we look at them and we're like, how come you're not helping me? You know, like, you have to, I'm learning very much the last few months I've been working really hard on that too, of like asking people for help. And that yes. can be something in your business too. Lots of people love to help. And we talk about that. That's the reason why I have this podcast and this community. I know that you're very much into doing stuff like that. We're very good at giving help, but mm. we're not very good at receiving help sometimes. Yes. Do you find yourself in that position too? Oh, for sure. And that was exactly the boat that I was in in my previous relationship for a long time because everything was on my shoulders. Mm -hmm. And I felt like a single mom, even though I wasn't. Sure. But yeah. And then with Andy, I mean, it's so totally different. I mean, he probably does more cooking and cleaning than I do. <laughs> and he's Isn't amazing nice? at it too. Oh my gosh. He is. Yeah. He's a really good cook. And, and so, you know, but feeling getting through that and feeling like, okay, that's okay. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like a bad thing on me. Sure. That's how I felt in the beginning, yeah. you know? Um, but it, it's nice. And I strongly, I've always been a firm believer of this, that communication is key mm -hmm. and communication is so important and so key with your spouse your relationships, your jobs, I mean, all of that kind of stuff. So, I mean, when you are able to truly just sit down and hash things out and really listen to one another, mm -hmm. then you're able to move forward and figure things out and, you know, make progress and sure and have more success that way. So, yeah. When you're in your own home and you're running businesses out of your own home, it's surrounding you 24 seven. It's the so time. easy to just pop over to that desk and just like mm -hmm. stay there. And you know, you get in your groove and before you know it, it's like hours upon hours that have gone by. Yeah. And I love being creative. I yes. absolutely, I mean, I've, uh, love creating marketing materials. I love Canva. I'm on Me Canva too. like all the freaking time. <laughs> like seven hours later, you're yeah. like, but look at all the beautiful <laughs> things I've created. Yeah, you know, and you're putting together all your social media content mm -hmm. and and then, you know, doing website updates and creating those and oh my goodness, you know, and yeah, I am the kind of person too that loves helping other people and give, give, giving. And you just sometimes have to take a step back. I, and And right around the holidays, perfect timing 
got a little sick. We went back to Minnesota beginning of December to uh, see family for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Got sick when we came back. And I was like, you know what? I'm not doing any social media posting. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't have my December calendar organized yet. So I skipped December. I skipped January. And it felt so good to just take yeah. that mental break. And and we are still like crazy busy you yeah. know, with all of our businesses, but I just took a break. And sometimes you need to do that. Sometimes you definitely need to do that. Yeah. Get things aligned again. Yeah. You, you need could, that refresh. Yes. You can feel when that's coming. So we, <laughs> we jumped into this and started talking about this, working with your spouse. Yeah. Sometimes can be no easy task. And I think a lot of the listeners in this community also work with their spouses. Either um, it's very obviously traditional in this home service industry that um, the partner spouse is working for another company and then they decides, I'm going to start my own business, but I'm going to go do this stuff and you figure out the rest of this stuff. Doing the actual service is no small task. I totally get that and understand that. But this is, I'm doing service. You're doing bookkeeping. You're doing website designing. You're doing social media. You're doing accounting. You're doing trying to figure out taxes. You're doing, (laughs) you know, there's this huge group of stuff. And that was the whole basis behind starting Ladies Kicking Ass is because I was that woman. Uh, That's how I got into this industry too, was same exact way. And I was like, I need to network with other women that are in these kinds of businesses. And I would go to networking things and it would be like an insurance agent and not home service based stuff. And I think with the home service industry, you may be delivering a different service, but the processes are very similar in the way that you will do things with people. You know, Mm -hmm. like if you're a pest control or a pool company, it's, pretty much kind of the same routine on the inside of the business where the service may be a little bit different, but that, that internal structure is huge for stuff. So I know that your husband does the inspections. Mm -hmm. You're the person that's in the office. My husband works for my pumping company. He's out in the field doing estimates and doing all of this stuff. I'm more in the office doing the marketing and all the stuff like you're talking about. How do you and Andy make that work? How do you not lose your marriage in your business? Because sometimes it can be very difficult not to make that just become one big thing. Right. Right. How do you guys do that? I mean, it it really is helpful when you each have your own lanes. Yeah. You know, and you each have your own things that you're good at. Um, Because I think when they cross over and they intermingle, everyone's got their own way of doing things. And mm-hmm. then that's when it gets tricky or convoluted. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then just being accepting of that too, you know, like Andy is, he will 100% tell you I suck at technology. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, it is not my friend. I hate it. You know, like it gets him absolutely frustrated yeah. when technology doesn't work or when he's trying to send his pictures that he took out at a home inspection and they just will not go through, mm-hmm. you know, drives him batty. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and, and that might be the only little thing that gets a little tricky or that gets a little frustrating because I, 
I like the technology. I mean, yes, it makes me mad too when it's not working properly. And I am not a genius or a wizard when it comes to all that kind of stuff. I'm sure. all a self-taught person. Yep. You know, but I, we are both very like hands-on. Mm-hmm. And so we both want to actually do it to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> and that's sometimes the battle because I just want to take his phone and I just want to like play with it and figure it out yeah. and make it work, you know, make it happy. And he wants to do the same thing though, because he's like, I'm frustrated. I want to learn. I want to figure out how to make it work too. So, you know, and when you have that, it's, um, it's a little, it's a little frustrating because you're like, well, I don't know really how to work it out. So I got to like try and sure. play with it or Google is our friend. Google is definitely <laughs> our friend, but, um, yeah, we definitely each know where we stand mm-hmm. and what is our strong suit. So, um, you know, coming from construction backgrounds though, too, for both of us, that has helped our business tremendously. Um, you know, Andy was a union journeyman plumber for 10 plus years before the housing market tanked back in 08, 09. That's when he went after his passion of personal training and being a gym owner for eight years. Um, you know, I've been in commercial construction for 20 some years and then working the last three years in Minnesota for a custom home builder. So I have the whole office manager, HR, uh, IT marketing thing down pat and he is just in the field in the trenches you know but then Mm -hmm. like with his um his gym ownership he is so good at communicating with people the realtors the home buyers you know the sellers the 55 plus community managers Mm -hmm. you know everybody because he dealt with so many different personalities being a personal trainer sure so it's just, it's, um, it's a good combination mm-hmm. and we communicate really well too, because, you know, even though I'm talking to the people on the front end and getting them scheduled and, you know, taken care of in that aspect, he's talking to them when they're out on site. Mm-hmm. And then we're like telling each other the experiences or, you know, what did you hear? What did I hear? And then how can we make things better or run more smoothly? And, it, it just really, truly helps. And I think when, when you can each appreciate that mm-hmm. and own it, mm-hmm. you know, your strengths and your weaknesses, that's yep. what's going to make it work. That's huge. That is super huge. Really for us too. Like, uh, I don't like every Saturday we have, like, it's our date night. we go out and without fail, one of us will start talking about work stuff. It's like become <laughs> such a default for us that we have both too said, like, we both have permission to be like, shut up and quit talking about you're talking about work again. You're talking about work again. Because you can't really like if you're just connecting over that all the time. And that's where like, I see so many people struggle with their marriage because they're like, we don't have conversations about us anymore. We yeah. just talk about this business all the yeah. time. Do you, you guys hit struggle the with nail that? On the head. You absolutely hit it spot on because yeah, that happens to us all the time too. Yeah. When, like I said, when you are working out of your own home too, mm-hmm. it is like around you 24 seven. And it's so easy to just get back to that desk. And, and like I said, though, I'm usually the guilty party. Oh, me too. (laughs) I'm always the bad one that's bringing it all up. And he's just like, stop. I don't want to talk about work. (laughs) This is not work time right now. Or he's like, put your phone away. It's gym time. You don't need to like look or 
answer or do anything with that thing for at least 30 minutes while we get our workout done. You know, yeah. he is so good at separating that kind of stuff. And so he's my constant, you know, it's good to have that. Yeah. It's good that what, what, what we have that for, for ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have to have that one person, yeah. you know, in our relationship that is constantly keeping us in check and kind of keeping us grounded. And yeah, I mean, there's, there's times too, where we just, we get our, our kind of get getaway is going out for hikes. Mm-hmm. We love being out in the Arizona nature and going for hikes and then just, you know, seeing the beauty all around us and talking about it. And, you know, it, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So it's good to get, you got to get away from it. Yes. You, get yes. Away you get out it. in the environment and the nature mm-hmm. and it just takes over. Yes. Oh, that's good. there's nothing better than nature. Yes. Nothing. So knowing what you know now about owning your inspection business and your health and wellness stuff that you do, what advice would you give to your brand new entrepreneurial self? Um, well, (laughs) I don't, I don't necessarily think I would change anything different. I would just tell other people that just stay simple, stay Mm -hmm. simple, do the things that are free that are low cost because there's so many things out there that you can take advantage of, you know, get a Google business listing, get your Google reviews going like crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody searches these days. Um, You don't need to spend a fortune on a fancy dancy website. You just have to have a presence out there and a place for people to go that is going to serve your purpose. Um, You know, and then just, uh, uh, get out there and network with people. People love the face-to-face contact. Mm -hmm. You know, they really truly love seeing a friendly face. And, um, and then when you get that, people are just going to start spreading and sharing who you are with others. Yeah. And that's, what's really going to grow your business. Don't spend a lot thinking that you need to have all the bells and whistles or all the tools or, um, you know, a big truck with, fully wrap, you know, like just start off small Mm -hmm. and do the right things that cost you basically nothing. Sure. Um, and get that money coming in the door because I think so many people will put themselves out of business before they even open their doors. Oh, absolutely. Just like we were talking about before we started recording this, we're talking about people that, you know, like I got to get this big loan, like a small business loan for what, you know, to just get started. I'm like, what are you buying with it? (laughs) Well, like my website and stuff. I'm like, you can build that yourself. Like really being resourceful about a lot of things, like spreading the word. We met at a networking event, Mm -hmm. like, just getting out. People want to do business with people. And I think that's even ever more present. Like people will say, like you took the break from social media. I actually took a break from doing the podcast at the end of last year too, because I was just hit hit a wall and I was like, something's got to give somewhere. (laughs) So, and it was like, it was so good for me because it was, I was able to kind of reboot what direction I wanted to go with this anyways, instead of being like, oh, we got to throw something together. And it's like this half-assed something that we put out because we're trying to do everything. Right. Focus on one thing. If you're in a home service business, focus on Facebook. Like that's it. You don't have to be on Twitter and you don't have to be on all these other, yeah, TikTok. (laughs) You don't have to be all over these places and doing stuff. Like 
focus where your audience is at. Like right. for home service, I would definitely say Instagram, Facebook. If you post to Facebook, it goes to Instagram yeah. or vice tie versa. Yeah, the two so together. Time together and you've done two in one there, you know? Exactly. But getting out and getting, forming relationships with people. Like I love having conversations with women that I meet at these, at these events that we go to. And of course, like the bypass of that is now, or the byproduct of that is now, I know that you have a home inspection business. Right. Obviously when I buy a house, I will call your company to do the home inspection. Or if someone asks, I have a home service business too. So I will refer you to other people that I know as well. So exactly. those things are so, and I know you've already done that for me too. And it's been like a couple of conversations that we've had with each other. You know, mm -hmm. there's so many good people out there to connect with. And I think a lot of times people lose themselves behind a screen of a computer thinking this is what's going to make my business right. grow. Right. And don't be afraid to have conversations or to open up, speak out about, you know, what's frustrating you or what kind of questions do you have? Yes. Or don't be afraid to ask somebody else, even if it's in your own industry. Yes. Like, what are you doing? Like, how, how are you being successful or what is your frustrations or, you know, learn from one another. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are all in this together. And I think if you have more of a mindset like that and not look at other people, like they're your competition, yeah. but you learn and grow and help each other. I mean, I, I honestly, I love having conversations with so many other new um, solo entrepreneurs or small businesses that are starting up. And I love just sharing with them, you know, just outpouring everything I've done yes. to just hopefully help them be is super successful as well. You know? I think there's a new wave of that really coming through this industry. I think home service industry has been like this blue collar, good old boys club. So long that you hold all your trade secrets under your yeah. vest and no one knows what the hell you're doing. And we don't tell them and we don't help them. And you never have a strategic alliance with anyone in your industry because they're your competition. Don't collaborate with them it's so important that you have collaborations with them. If they're too busy and they can't take on the work, you can refer work back and forth together. If For you've sure. got, if I've got a truck down and I need some help with some stuff, I can call another company and I know they'll help me out with things exactly. like that. And what are you doing to get this? Where are you taking your stuff to dump it at? Where are you getting your real estate agents right. from? Like right. hook me up and I'll hook you up. Kind of a For situation. sure. And like, see, we don't have any aspirations either of expanding our home inspection business. We mm -hmm. always wanted to be a husband and wife team. You yeah. know, we want to control it. And we also, I mean, I know from my HR experience, I don't really want an employees because mm -hmm. I know the whole can of worms that that opens up. Sure. Sure. <laughs> so, you know, and, and not everybody can understand that or appreciate that. Um, but, you know, everybody has their own path. Mm -hmm. And what's good for one person isn't good for another person. But when you can keep an open ear and you can listen and hear what other people are saying and take something from that, sure. it's just going to make you that much better of a person. Oh, absolutely. So. And I think that I, I love that you bring it up that you guys don't aren't looking to be like, oh, I'm, I've got to expand and I'm going to have 17 routes and I'm going to have all of this stuff because a lot of times that destroys what you're working on at the moment because you're just looking so far ahead all the time. You're not enjoying where you're at with stuff. Obviously having a team and employees brings on 
all kinds of different things like that. Because as a business owner, you truly, when you have employees, if you don't have the right team of people, you feel like you are now working for them. Yes. Which I have definitely been in that aspect before of employees saying, well, what time are you going to be here today? Or, well, you didn't come to the office today. Like, I'm like, excuse me. (laughs) You know, I don't feel like that at all with the current team that I have whatsoever, because the expectation I have learned as a business owner too to set those expectations of communication, really like here's my schedule for the week and I'll see you on this day or this day or this day, or I have set meetings with them to do those things. But the employee thing does, you know, obviously create a whole nother level to your business that you don't have as a husband and wife team. And if you are looking, like you've said several times through this, of like the simple lifestyle of things, it's okay to stay that way. You know, you don't have to be exploding at the seams all the time. And I love that you actually will say stuff like that because a lot of people will be like, oh, you know, I don't know what people are going to think if I say these things. Like being honest about shit you're struggling with or like... Or just being real, like, we're not going to expand. This is yeah. this is who we are and this is what we want to do. Yeah, I, I don't awesome. like it when you have a mentality that you are only successful if you make six figures or, or more. Or you yeah. are only successful if you have a certain house or a certain vehicle or whatever. You know, as soon as you get into that trap, you are going to lose what truly matters. Yes. And you are not putting your priorities in check. And you will lose focus on the B word. Yeah. <laughs> Big balance word. <laughs> you will lose focus on your family and your children. And, you know, it's like, I, I heard this once and it's, it's so totally true. You know, a job is just over broke. Mm-hmm. And I don't Ooh, I like Andy and I, we don't want to work for anybody anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to be in control of our own lives and we want to make sure that our health our happiness, our success is what matters most to us. And when you are working at J-O-B, mm-hmm. <laughs> you are not in that boat. No. You are a slave to your job. Yes. And you are just working and working and working. And for what? Yeah. You know, and there are so many other sacrifices that go along with that. Huge so. sacrifices. I tell my husband all the time, I'm like, I'm the most unemployable human ever. Because I don't want anyone ever telling me how to spend my time. Exactly. And that that is truly one of my deepest fears is having to have a job. Yes. <laughs> that someone says, you must trade your time for this amount of money. It's limitations on time. It's limitations on income. It's limitations right. on so many things. And I understand that some people will look at that and that that's their security is they know that right. I'm here from here. I'm here from here. And they love the routine and the security of this yeah. given paycheck. And that's fantastic. I appreciate that. I have people yep. that work in my business that are like that and I love them all dearly, but that is not my life path to have whatsoever. Right. So I'll right. take the stress of whatever comes with the business because my income potential is mine and mine alone. Right. And I think that's so amazing for people to like for us, 
Um, something I heard years ago, Tony Robbins say was like, when you start a business like this, if you want to be successful and you're really all in, like you truly have to burn the boats and just do the, do the damn thing. You know, if you're like, well, I'm going to try it, but then I have this fallback thing. You are never (laughs) going to be successful in your business because you've always got a safety net, you know, when you've really got to walk the line and yeah. get, get the shit done. Yeah. Then sometimes you you're going to gonna fall all the way in <laughs> yeah. to like figure it out. Right. We're going to learn to fly on the way back down. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so thank you so much. Is there um, anything else that you would like to add? Tell people where they can find you and tell them about your event that you have coming up. Yes, absolutely. So um, we're all over social media. We have A to Z home inspections. You can find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Our website is a, the number two Z, homeinspections.us. So that's .us, not .com. Um, And, you know, you can call us, text us. We've got a form on our website that you can fill out that gets the ball rolling. Uh, You'll get me. Even though you'll think you're talking to Andy, it's me. (laughs) Um, And we do have an event coming up on February 23rd at La Ristra in downtown Chandler. It is going to be a networking event. It's going to give you helpful tips on how to be successful starting off your business or if you're already in business. Mm -hmm. And it's also going to um, help you just uh, be healthier. And, uh, you know, we, we always say your health is your wealth and how truly successful can you and your business be if it isn't for your health? So it's going to be, you know, a great event, um, guys, gals, everybody, you know, if you are working the job or if you are a solo entrepreneur or whatever, just come on down and we're going to have some fun. And it's going to be from 1130 to one on that Thursday the 23rd. And we're looking forward to, you know, great success and having this down the road too, you know, where we can continue to thrive and grow and, and help people prosper. Um, I will clue you in on another little segue Mm -hmm. of, uh, some fun that we're having. Um, we, we wish we would have started this in our whole transition from Minnesota to Arizona. Okay. But we started a YouTube channel. Oh, nice. Called Destination Desert. And it has been so much fun. And we're learning and excited about just being able to feed upon that free time more and go on little trips. And we bought our very first camper. And that Fun. led to buying a truck. <laughs> now I'm driving, I know why you got beast. the big beast. Yeah, I got the big beast. And um, yeah, it's going to be so much fun to be able to look back on this whole journey and the experiences and the fun and, of course, the not so fun stuff yeah, too. <laughs> sure. There's always but, that. Yeah, we're just having fun with it. And we really hope that, you know, people can can um, subscribe to our channel and follow us and participate and comment and, you know, tell us what you want to see. I mean, we, we want it to be, we've got a couple of four wheelers. We've got a couple of dirt bikes. Mm-hmm. We want to explore uh, mostly the desert because that's just where our heart is and our passion. Yeah. But um, 
you know, we're going to be, we're going to be taking some journeys here and there. That's and, so cool. And we'd love to have you along for the ride. Excellent. So. Oh, well, I will link all of that stuff in the show notes too. So then they can just have a quick little link to go check awesome. all that out. Yeah. And I do have a website too, for our wellness business. Um, it's just sarahfoshing.com. Mm-hmm. And that uh, flyer for the event that we have upcoming on the 23rd, that should be up on, on the um, website. So just look for an events tab and you'll be able to find the information on there. And yeah, we're looking forward to it. Well, send that to me too. And I will post it and get everything up on there. So one last question in closing. Yes. Ladies kicking ass is all about building a community of unique kick-ass women who are intentionally trying to help others get to their bigger goals. So my final question to everyone always is in your own words, what does the phrase ladies kicking ass mean to you? I think it's just the spirit of what drives us ladies Mm -hmm. and we are caregivers. We are the ones that always want to help other people. And I absolutely loved it when we first met and the whole ladies kicking ass theme and everything on how it just inspires us to be strong and united. And we need more of that. You know, and also I think we need to be more encouraging to our younger generation and inspiring them to go for their dreams, whatever it may be, you know, um, college isn't for everybody. Um, you know, having a career in the fields or the construction trades, you know, isn't for everybody, but go after your passion, go after your desires. And honestly, don't feel like you have to be committed to one thing for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Be able to pivot and change and, <laughs> you know, just um, live life to the fullest because we have no idea what's going to bring us down, you know, the path and in, in the future days that are upcoming. So I, I embrace the ladies kicking ass spirit. And Excellent. I think it's going to be a, a wonderful way to just um, connect Mm-hmm. other lady entrepreneurs, um, in lots of different fields. Yes. So, I very think cool. so too. I love it. Yay! I love it. Thank you so much for being here and for sharing your story with everybody and we'll get everything posted up and we'll get you shared all over the place. So thank you so much for very, being here. Very, very cool. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was absolutely a pleasure and a joy and I'm so excited. Excellent. Yay. Thank you so much for being here and check us out for, um, make sure that you check in the show notes for all of the stuff Sarah was talking about. She has some incredible events coming up. Uh, make sure that you're following ladies kicking ass on all of those channels again too. the links are down below so that you will get updates about all these fun things that she has going on. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Ladies Kicking Ass podcast. I hope you loved it. Hey, if you got a lot out of today's show and you think a friend of yours may love it too, please do me a really quick favor. Screenshot the episode, post it, tag us at Ladies Kicking Ass, or share the link to the episode. I'm here to help and support as many ladies as I can, and your generosity in sharing the show means the world to me. Don't forget, hit subscribe to be notified of all newly released episodes and leaving the show a five-star review is the ultimate expression of love for our team. 
If you're interested in becoming a guest on the podcast, I would so love to hear from you. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and we'll chat further. Thank you for being part of our tribe. And until next time, go kick some ass, lady. Bye.